Hey, hey, welcome to a brand new episode of Straight Up Show Podcast. I am your host, Calvin, joined by Christina Brandon, and we have a special guest today. Uh, if you've been listening to the season so far, she was in episode one of the city. Coming back to our show, uh, Miss Ritty, thank you so much for coming on the show today, ma'am. Of course, thank you for having me. Yes, ma'am. And Christina Brandon, y'all doing all right today? So far, so oh, good. Yeah. I'm doing great. This is like our first show together post COVID, you know, and uh, this is crazy. It, it, we did all this preaching about safe and keeping it safe, and here I am, running guy. Hey man, it's it's there. hard. It's 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 tough. It's everywhere, but hey, you made it through. Mm-hmm. And you know, it, it's crazy because you know we are in a time of COVID, and like this whole, I, I feel like since 2020 was like it just things just kept trickling and trickling and trickling and uh it is so much going on in this world and i think one of my favorite sound bites is that uh we had one about freedom and christina had one of our famous sound bites of the show's history about being scared to bring her child into this kind of world and i think and uh i think that june uh june 24th 2022 would be a day that uh it just stamps on everybody's mind and uh, if you have been under a rock and you know what June 24th was, uh, it was the day that the Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade. And uh, if you're out there listening right now, this is not really a a formal episode of ours. This is just us to discuss what happens. And uh, we've done so much about, you know, equal rights and uh, having things done the right way. And some people have criticized our show for being too liberal or uh, even going too conservative. But uh, these are topics that we want to talk about because it does not only impact everyone, uh, it impacts people all across the world because here in America, uh, we are the blueprint of some countries in the world. So uh, this is no different today. We're going to talk about uh, this just this historic, this hasn't been done in 50 years. Uh, just going to give you guys some uh, you know uh, overhead about all this right now. Uh, back on Friday, uh, which is June 24th, uh, it is June 26th at the time of this recording. Uh, the Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade, uh, holding that there is no longer a federal constitution right uh, to an abortion. Uh, I mean, given the states the rights to do this. Now, this opinion is most uh, consequently the Supreme Court's decision in decades and will transform the landscape of women's reproductive health in America, which has been about plan, Planned Parenthood and uh, all these things. Now, going forward, uh, abortion rights will be determined by the states, which we want to get that clear right now. Once again, going forward, re- abortion rights will be determined by states. But if you live in the South, you know that this is mostly conservative, and they this is more of a uh, a Bible Belt the uh, states in the South, uh, unless Congress acts. Now, there is still some hopes, and we're going to talk about the hope coming up with this episode. But we want to bring on today and discuss this topic about. Uh, Roe versus Wade being open, and uh, I, I want to give the floor to our guest first. And uh, when and if you if you allow me to talk about uh, what we discussed, but you know, I had to call you, you know, ready. I had to call you because uh, hearing this news, like, what is what's the first thing you thought when you heard this news? So I'll be honest. The very first moment I heard this news, I was in total shock. Um, I had told myself on Friday that I was going to avoid looking at my phone just to avoid seeing the ruling because I had an idea of how this was going to go. 
And I knew that my reaction wouldn't be one that was good. So I wanted to wait until my work day was over. But unfortunately, because of how big this is and how many people this impacts, it wasn't something that I could avoid. The moment I saw it, I broke down in tears. And I cried for a good majority of that afternoon, just struggling to kind of, you know, keep face and, you know, be able to actually like have a conversation with the person without breaking down. So when I first heard it, other than just pure shock and like detriment, I didn't know how else to react. Yeah. And, and I knew how serious it was to you because like, you know, as long as you and I have been, you know, cool and hanging out and stuff like that, and been friends, I, I've never seen you like this. And that, that to me, that was scary. Cause you're not, you and I had some personal talks, but this right here, it's, I've never seen you that way. So I knew how important uh, it was. Uh, and same with Christina, you know, uh, just never seen you be so vocal uh, about this. Christina, what was one of your first reactions uh, when you heard this statement on Friday? I wasn't surprised at all. So literally when, when it, when it was announced and when everybody started waking up and talking about it, I, everybody who was in shock, I just looked at like, what are you surprised about? There's nothing surprising about this. You learn over time to not be surprised by these things because this is what they wanted. This is what they've been saying they were going to do for a long time. They've been very vocal about doing it. And people chose to, well, not people, a large portion of people chose to be like, it's not going to happen. We're better than that. I'm like, no, we're not. <laughs> we're really not. Because there's a power balance that people need to keep in place on many different levels, not just against women in general, but for sure against women. There is a power balance that has to be kept. And this is just the beginning of it, which is what upsets me about it. It's more than I want the choice for my life. It's about control over everything. And um, but yeah, ultimately I was just like, I'm not surprised. I didn't cry, I didn't get angry. I just I just kind of sat back and I was like, okay. <laughs> so different reactions from, you know, two of our female guests, but us as male guests, uh, Brandon, uh, could you tell me your reaction about how this happened, about what happened? <laughs> um, like Christina and anybody that knows me, I'm not a very like emotional or I'm not good with reactions, but I can tell you with this, with this decision, it has, I'm going to take what, a close friend of mine, Debbie Hollis, what she said, it was a really like, okay, the gloves is off moment. You know, this is where it's now like any defense people feel like they had is now gone. We not we now need to take this serious. Um, and I, I say we, but I do mean everybody because, and I maybe we'll get into this later, but we have to start taking this abortion rights, but all of our rights serious and to making sure what we want is secure and doing the right things to uh, make them stay where we want. It's gonna be, it's, it's about voting, but this right here has proved once again, we can't just be idle and think everything's gonna go our way. I was not surprised because this has happened many times. So it's very discouraging. And it's very, in my opinion, it's, it's a very sick thing 
but this is also America. Things happen uh, that never written. Nothing really goes the way people want them to go. This is just another one of those things, and, and it's a hard lesson. It's a very hard lesson that I hate we have to go by. Uh, and I want to thank all of you for your uh, thoughts and uh, and everything that you told us right now. If you were watching us right now uh, live on Facebook, you can also comment below. Uh, tell us your thoughts, and we'll read them right now as we're recording. We're going to keep uh, talking about this. Uh, this has been happening right now. Uh, if you're still listening right now, we are talking about Roe versus Wade, the Supreme Court's decision to overturn it after nearly 50 years. Stay tuned with us, Straight Show Podcast. The videos and images displayed all across the world cannot fully express what the people of Ukraine are going through. This senseless act of terrorism has cost many of their lives and forced millions of Ukrainians out of their homes. Yet it's the Ukrainians' pride and resiliency that has inspired the entire world. So we here at Straight Up ask you to stand for freedom, stand for human rights, but most importantly, join us as we stand with Ukraine. or a model or somebody who's looking to do something impactful ain't nobody gonna find your ass in no Shreveport sometimes when you're home you don't want to leave because you're comfortable but your biggest dreams can be the push you need to take risk and leaving a city that made me a city that can't be duplicated is a challenge I had to accept no matter where my journey leads me I'll never Forget home. All right, welcome back to the Straight Up Show podcast. We are joined today by Brandon, Christina, and our friend Mitty. Uh, we are talking about the, our, dis, our our discussion about the reaction to the Supreme Court's overturning of Roe versus Wade uh, about the constitutional right to an abortion. Uh, they have now put this at the state's decision uh, to transform the landscape of women's reproduc reproductive system health in America. I probably said that wrong, sorry about that. Uh, but the crew has given all their statements. Mine was it's just, I was clueless and I still am. And I'm, I'm, not, admit, I'm not scared to say that. Uh, I've never had to deal with, with abortion. Uh, I don't know how it was. I, I've never paid attention to any of it. And I, I come into this subject very clueless. So I, I've talked to, you know, I talked to Riddy and I talked to Christina. Hey, make sure I don't say anything ignorant because I'm, I am ignorant to the fact because I've never had to deal with this kind of situation. Uh, not even come close to it. I wouldn't know uh, what this is. So this is a subject that I, I don't, Brandon, in a way, it's kind of like me going over the whole like, Asian discrimination thing. I am clueless on stuff like that. And I'm glad that I have people like Christina and Reddy who are, are passionate about this to talk about why they're not surprised and how it affects them and what they feel. And and um, from what I've gathered through all of this is that, you know, it's not, it's not right to have somebody else decide what goes on with your body. Is that correct, Christina, Reddy? 
Very. Absolutely. All right. So, and this decision was made by the Supreme Court. And why it is a big deal because the Supreme Court is the law of the land that we all get our problems to laws. And they have deciding factors to make big decisions like this. Uh, whether what side of the fence you are politically, uh, this is a big decision. Now, one of the justices, uh, uh, Justice Samuel Alito, uh, he said in a statement that Roe was egregiously wrong from the start. So his, his reasoning was exceptional, exceptional weak, and the decision has had damaging consequences. And far from bringing about national settlement of the abortion issue, Roe and Casey had inflamed the debate of deep and division. So in a five to four in favor of overturning Roe, uh, it's a discussion that they says that, you know what, this is a sad day in America. Uh, just given a blatant, just not care about what this means. Now, uh, current president right now, Joe Biden, said that in his statement on Friday, uh, June, 4, June 24th, said that it is a sad day for the court and the country. And he says that this fight is far from over. What do y'all think? Do you think that this fight uh, is far from over or no? Oh, yeah, no, it's far from over. Uh, now, in terms of Supreme Court in their area, it might be it might be over. But this fight for sure is far from over. There's no doubt about that. I wholeheartedly agree. Um, just as somebody who has a voice and has an opinion, I plan on continuing to fight until we've gotten justice. So as long as this is wrong and as long as or as long as I believe it's wrong, I'm gonna continue to fight. Christina. Of course it's not over. It's it's so far from being over because it's gonna just keep getting bigger and it's gonna start including more and more people. So, you know, they a lot of people consider this to be something like, hey, they changed it a well, but I'm like, no, this is as long as there are women, this is not going to be over. As long as there's people who it will affect, it may not affect you now until you're in a situation where you have to make a choice and now your side has grown. Now the pro-choice has gotten bigger. You know, the side will continue to grow. And as long as people are living, perspectives and opinions are going to change. So it's not going to, it's not going to be over. If you let it end right here, there's, there's like literally no hope for anybody. Um, yeah, and I, sorry. I, I want to add some. I want to add some detail into uh, this first part. The Supreme Court makes decisions based off the Constitution. So the big thing, their big thing was it never should. Roe should have never been a thing because abortion and that word is nowhere part of the Constitution. I can see that. There's also the side of the argument where. When it had, when it was written, of course, women was not in the room. So, of course, that 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 perspective was never possibly was even going to be put into the Constitution. The, does that mean it can't be, or can it not be, or at least perceived in some um, in front in some way? This is where the argument of should that have been done row in the beginning should have been done in the first place there's always going to be that argument i see that i get it this is why i'm very much in a gray area but still we can't not see the fact that it wasn't written for women because back then in that time that wasn't a thing 
people like well, to forget that's about sometimes they don't pay attention to that and i was like okay so it starts with this being your choice and then it's going to turn into you losing the choice just even within your marriage that oh we're not ready for kids yeah you're yeah you are because i want you to have one and now your voice is going to become less and less all over again <laughs> the thing your grandmother and your great-grandmother fought really hard to make sure you got to do over next thing you know and people think i'm blowing it out of proportion when i'm really not i was like it's going to affect you in your personal life, in your professional life, in your social life, you're going to be back in the kitchen, barefoot, pregnant, pregnant, getting slapped upside the face and somebody and your grandma telling you, just be, don't be, don't make him mad. Mm-hmm. So all those opinions you have, all those clothes you like to wear, it's over. And I'm no. not, I'm not being dramatic. That's, it's going in reverse. It's literally just going in reverse. Not, and not people think snap, it doesn't but... apply to them and I'm like you okay okay it doesn't apply to you cool yeah mm-hmm. so so you're telling me the slap on the, on the side of face would not just a tad bit dramatic no, no not because at all. it happens <laughs> no I mean it's, it's, not, it's not, no, no, I'm not being dramatic that was, that that's the reality thought women were getting knocked you know, upside the freaking face are you ready are we saying ready? I'm sorry. So back today, the time that we're reverting back to at this point, slapping a woman across the face wasn't considered domestic violence in the slightest sense. It was considered a norm. It was it was keeping her quiet and disciplined. Exactly. It was in her place. Her place. It was keeping her silent. Like, that was completely an abusive household thing. That was a household thing. Mm-hmm. To the point it was if you had a husband who didn't hit you in the face, oh, you got a good husband. Wait a minute, wait a minute, Christina. Really, what were you saying? Back in that time, whenever she's talking about right now, that, that she's right. It was held within the household. It domestic violence was not a thing. You handled your wife, not the cops coming to handle the mother that decided to slap you. And I apologize. I'm so sorry. Um, but no, I mean that that was it. Like back to what we're reverting to is the 1940s, and back then, you as a man handled your wife, not the cops. Yeah. And you, you could, yep. And this is like, there was, yeah. There was no neighbor who would come help you. Mm-mm. There wasn't. There was literally no, nothing. You know how many kids, even in my family, that have grown up knowing their mom got knocked across the face because he was just in a bad mood that day because she asked him one too many questions because she bought something he didn't approve of. It would be that easy, and that's where it's gonna go. It's yep. gonna go right back to that. I was like, because you let this pass, they're gonna be like. What else? It might not be a hundred percent exactly like that. It's just going to be. It's going to go back to that. It's going to go like that. And this is this is easily depicted in the movies, like even with the color purple. Like if you watch that movie, like it's that was the norm. Like that whole thing kind of. I didn't know how that was until I saw the color purple. That that was the norm. Like even in uh, I'm not going to say which culture, but certain certain cultures, even to this day, that's still a norm. Like you have to hit your woman so and me me i don't advocate that at all because i mean i'm a giant ass man so i can't you know, i hit one person that's over with but like i'm all about equal rights for women because you know and you're talking to somebody who, who's grown i'm maybe one out of three men in a family of like 20 women you know so i know how hard it is to struggle i know how to, you know and we talk about this all the time on our show is that my grandma 
fearless. You know, she helped take care of our family, put our kids to school. So I, I understand it. And that's why I'm a proud advocate of it. And I don't think that, you know, but you also know I'm heavy in the church too, or I used to be. And you have to separate church and state. You, you have to, because this is not an issue to where the church can get involved to making decisions like this, because it can destroy our, we saw what happened in these past elections when the church got involved. It, it showed how many unchristian people there were in America. And whether you, and I, and I am a Christian, I'm proud to say that because it's not right. And for those of you who want to use this as an escape to push your political uh, you know, agenda, it's not right. I mean, I just want to know how y'all feel. And I'm going to want one person at a time on this. So we don't over talk oh, each other. Before you do that, you have one comment from Vincent. And it's a little lengthy here, but I'm going to try to say it quickly for him. And he says it's a, it's a hard subject for him in his words. Truthfully, I'm here to learn and understand. First and foremost, I do think we should be able to do what we want with our bodies, etc. The topic is conflicting, and I see it on a case-by-case -case basis. I think if there is a case for an abortion, it should be done before a certain point, which I don't know the exact timing. I'm still learning. I think, and I don't mean any disrespect to the matter, is there someone, some that could, is, is there, could be the abuse option of abortion for being careless, but there are people who actually need the option for medical reasons or something along in, in that criteria. So I understand what he's saying. He, he, he's just saying, you know, being honest, he's not sure what all the details and specifics of all of this are. He, he's saying he believes you deserve the right to choose, but he's not necessarily supportive of abortion being an option. And he acknowledges that some people do view uh, that as an answer to being careless you know I made a mistake and I want to fix it I, I shouldn't have been careless which some people do some people do just realize like oh I didn't mean for this to happen now I'm just gonna go get this procedure done and, and have it over but uh as far as the timing thing goes there is no timing that a woman can know because every uterus <laughs> is different every woman is different some women can go a full pregnancy without showing a bump, without symptoms, without periods, and just literally never knew they were pregnant. There was a whole show based off of it. People laughed about it, but it's true. You can go an entire pregnancy and not show even a little bump until you're on month eight. There's a woman right now who, who look, I'm so much bigger than her, and she is all of eight and a half months pregnant. <laughs> you would not know. Even if she turned to the side, there's no way to tell. But uh, it that's one of the things that becomes very unfair because you already see how it's lined up against you. You're like, I don't know. Oh, you have to know within this this many weeks. That that that's not enough time to know anything. Anything. I'm like, so you can't get the help now based off of meeting a time frame. Oh well, you were being reckless. Well. Not everybody's being reckless. Sometimes contraceptives fail. You can be very careful and accidents happen. So now I I do believe if you're being a little frivolous, sometimes that's what happens. But that doesn't mean I'm going to force you to live with these choices for the rest of your life. But I'm going to stop it there. I'm sorry, I'll just at least read Vincent's uh, comment. Sorry. Yeah, I, I would definitely want to talk um, add to Vincent. That's where I really did. You have something for... Uh about that just kind of listening like 
I appreciate the fact that you're coming in and stating that you don't know and that you're here for information. That is one of the hardest things to admit in something like this, because I feel like everybody has an opinion. And if you don't, you sometimes come on, come off ignorant. In this case, you do not. I appreciate you coming, coming out and saying, Hey, I'm here for information. So one, thank you for that. Um, two, I can't say I wholeheartedly agree with that. Um, for the sheer fact of, I agree with you in that sense, Christina, where like, just because, you know, you were being somewhat reckless does not mean that you are necessarily prepared to be a parent and does not mean that you should have to live with those consequences. That being said, I, I don't agree with abortion being used as a regular form of birth control. Um, that's my biggest thing. I think Yes, it's great to have it as an option if it is one of those one-off situations. But if you're going in and you have a punch card saying, I've been here every month for the past three years, there's something wrong. I don't agree with that. And that's how it can be considered murder. And in my opinion, like if you're just going in and being reckless and you keep doing it and keep doing it, you're like, you just, you know. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I, I think we all can agree that that right there um we all we all probably agree that shouldn't be a good excuse calvin you you're saying something yeah i have another question too and y'all can respond to this i'll give uh i'll give you the floor to answer this first uh so this was sent to me they they want it happen and i'm not gonna say who uh but we have elected officials and elections to voice our opinions why is this such an important decision that affects so many many not allowed to be dealt with by her voice, and there's not. Ruth Bader Ginsburg didn't agree with Roe either. She wanted it in states' rights, which is exactly what is ruling the ruling did. Was it was it to make it the state's decision? Like, so how do you respond to that comment? Ready, get the floor. So but for I'm me, as a state's decision, um, I can't say that I agree necessarily, but that's probably because I'm a, I'm biased in this situation. I live in Texas where my right has been stripped away from me. Um, so for me, it's kind of hard to come from an unbiased place because of being here. That being said, um, I get it. We did want it at a state decision, but we did not want federal regulation to be taken off because I don't want to be held to a federal level. This isn't a federal offense. I shouldn't be able to be held to a federal level for doing something that's going to potentially save my life. Um, but that's, again, a personal opinion. I, at Right now, I'm completely having to be okay with states choosing whether or not they're going to allow it just because that's what's happening. Um, and I'm very fortunate that I live in a place where I have a state not too far away that if worse comes to worse, I have an out, but that's not the case for everybody. So I, I don't feel like I have enough of an opinion without having spoken to somebody who's unfortunately landlocked around. I, I kind of want to speak to somebody from there and see what they're, what they're going through and how they're feeling to see, you know, how does it differ from what I'm going through? Yeah. And, and, and yeah, this, me, is, me. this is, uh, before you say, Brandon, hold on. Uh, just to kind of let y'all know who are watching right now, this is this right now. This is just an informal uh, conversation. It's not a really uh, an in-depth conversation because we had to kind of get this out there because it's a it's a hot topic right now that we feel like we have discussed. But we will revisit this it, this topic in more in depth uh, later on. But uh, Brandon, uh, floor is yours. Sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna answer both 
Vincent and this uh, topic at the same time. Uh, for one, nobody really can understand until they end that position, until they end the position to where now they have to make a decision. They Nobody will understand. So Vincent, don't feel bad about not knowing uh, because you sounds like I've not been in a position where you have to look up, research, deal with it yourself. Uh, with that being said, uh, the time frame, like Christina said, different, different situations. You really don't know. And hopefully whoever you're with, partner, whatever, uh, you know, they do, they go to their, their local checkup. You know, they do their local, not local, um, constant checkups that, you know, women do. Uh, to make sure everything is good. Um, but also just the access. The reason why this is such a big deal is because of the access of everything is very much limited. We're talking about time periods. Some places after 15 weeks of knowing you cannot get an, an abortion done, uh, even uh, they're making it hard for abortion fields, which is one of those uh, one of ways women can get abortions, not surgically. Everything is not uh, surgical nowadays. Um, kind of going back to the subject we're now on and we're talking about state level this is one of those things where i was talking about we have to and i remember when louisiana was we were setting in this trigger law and i saw the signs and i saw the protest and you know i was i was there when when we was doing it and i have to tell you the pro-life was was bigger their their voices was bigger, you know. It's just one of those things. Now this is everybody that kind of know. I'm one of the people that is thinking about relocating. I'm tired of living in a red state. I'm telling you now. I'm tired of li living in a red state. I can't stand Texas. I can't. I can't stand Texas. But I'm I'm ready. This is another reason why I'm ready to live in a blue state. Now you can once again. We talk about this off about you know voting and racism and all this other stuff you can stay in your location and if you truly hate what's going on go to your uh, local abortion clinic and say hey how can i help because it can be a, something so small as even as a donation how can i help because like i said there's resources out there that i do have i wrote them down uh to where people are helping at least access because some people might not have a next door neighbor that allows you to do um an abortion, they might have to go all the way across state. And let's not talk about money and gas, gas prices. <laughs> this was before gas was like a hundred dollars for uh, just to fill up. So it's tough. We're, 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 this is not just a time frame, but this is also an accessibility issue. And you really have to, and I'll throw this out there. All the more reasons why I will say it's a good thing the federal is out of this because maybe now people will start taking their state uh, voting more uh, seriously. I will say that. It might sound terrible, but maybe people will start taking voting in your state more seriously because this is the crap that will happen. What Rudy was saying about you know be, people being landlocked and not able to. I I actually am okay with this of course i'm pro-choice and i definitely don't agree with people using abortion as a get out of jail free card of sorts so i am always for people making things strict and and you know 
rules need to be followed. I'm fine with that, but I, I do believe you deserve the choice and the option, uh, not just, hey, if you get in this time frame or anything, but, but you know, if you, you can't get it twice or something, whatever, whatever, whatever. But um, I'm, I'm for them trying to find ways to make sure people don't abuse this option. Uh, I am, I am 100% for that because don't, don't, don't get too careless in your life. And hopefully, you know, this won't have to be a big, bigger issue. But uh, going back to, you know, people who are being landlocked and things, this is one of the main things people are complaining about. Yes, it's up to your state, but if you live in a place where the, the next four or five consecutive states are also against this, and you're just an average person or a young person, you're like, I can't afford a $1,700 round trip ticket to LA because it can get that expensive depending on you know how long of a trip you have to make. And then not only do you have to get there, you have to have the time off of work or freedom to stay for the procedure and to recover and to you know heal and go through whatever you need to go through. So that's housing, that's food, that's, that's the procedure itself. That's more more money. You, you, you could lose a lot of money just getting it if you can get it. So imagine people who don't have the money or the ability to do that. They're screwed, you know? So they have to go through with something that's gonna put them even more financially in the hole. For the rest of their lives but um but let's say you can afford to do that and you can get time off of work think about what it'll be like for you coming back home because of course everyone's going to kind of have an assumption of what you left for in the first place so your privacy no longer exists in your life it's always going to be a topic and there are people who will who will retaliate against you for it there will be there will be scenarios of women potentially losing their jobs in families, if they if someone finds out, because you know your medical history is never fully yours, especially when it comes to insurance. So that's going to be even more of a burden for people that I don't think a lot of people are considering. You'd be like, oh, it looks like on your record you had this procedure. We will not hire you, or, or this is against what we stand in. You know, our faith and religion, Christianity, whatever you want to consider. Those are other things people aren't considering. So it will not be like as easy as saying, just go to the next place and get it done. That's that's not going to work out that easily. The money is probably the least of the concerns for a lot of people. Uh, and then for going beyond that part. Oh, oh, also, if you, yeah, if you have the money, none of this applies to you anyway. It doesn't matter what your background is. Like you're going to, people who have money, are always going to be able to get what they need. Just like with COVID, there were people who had the money to fly to wherever to get those shots. It's the same situation. So while there are plenty of pro-lifers out there, when their kid is in a situation, they're going to keep it quiet and they're going to get it done just like they have always done. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the time there are people who have convictions, so they are pro-life. And there are people who have regrets, so they are pro-life. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Don't don't put your regrets on me. That's not for me to make up for. But uh, my other last little point, and I can hush, is if this is about to be what our states are gonna be deciding for us, also vote. Yes, you you have the ability to make those changes happen. You do, your state does not have to always be a red state or a blue state. Your your Congress, I mean your your seats don't have to be filled by the people in them. 
So I encourage everyone, because I can't be me. I'm not good enough for this. But <laughs> become more active and pay more attention and vote or put yourself in those positions to help make changes or balance it out a little better. So there can be real discussions instead of just, this isn't going to happen. But since it's going to be on the state level, I just say you have to start to demand accountability. If you're going to have all of these restrictions and hardships put on women who flat out, it mostly affects us. That's why we're angry. You have to start demanding accountability for everyone, especially the men involved. So if there's going to be all these issues and all these threats against women, jail time and money and all this and that, whoever the male is should also be accountable for it too. And the moment that is held to that standard, it will change. Mm-hmm. So no more scooting away, no more, I didn't know. No, you you have a part in this too. So it's more than the child support because money does not supplement for raising kids. Money does not supplement for being there, being present. You need to be at every doctor's appointment. You need to be there when she asks. You have to pick up her prescriptions. You need to be next to her as long as you know it's a healthy mental space for her to be near you. Uh, like you weren't abuse, an abuser of some sort you need to have to put your life exactly where her life is because then people will become more careful and more accountable because it's so easy for a man to walk off right now and say, I don't want any parts of this. And he's just good to go. He just, he picks up and he moves and she's stuck there. She can't go anywhere. It happens every day, multiple times a day. So once people are account- held accountable for their parts and it starts to affect them, this will become a more livable decision. You know, like people can start making sure that they they take this seriously and responsibly and we won't have to consider this pro-choice whatever decision so much more unless it does become a more dire situation for people. And yeah. I, I hush now. I'm sorry. No, you know, you know, two things very quick and then I'm gonna toss the break. Uh, first things first, I would vote for you in a heartbeat, you know. Yeah. You know, I got a lot of love for you. I would, I would vote for you in a heartbeat. I wouldn't vote for me. And I'll be one of those main people at your meeting, annoying you, like saying, "Hey, you know." Yeah, I'd cuss you out, so I'd be fired. I'd be, I'd be like, "Get it together, Christina." But no, I would definitely vote for you. Second of all, uh, we're gonna talk about the male responsibility in all of this on the other side of the break. Uh, make sure you stay tuned. We are discussing the Roe versus Wade, the Supreme Court's ruling to overturn it. On the other side of the break, make sure you stay tuned. Tired of the same old boring clothes? Want to support your favorite podcast but don't know how? Well, you're in luck. The Straight Up Show podcast store is finally here. In our Teespring shop, you can find all the merch that tells the world you're keeping it straight up. From t-shirts to masks to even leggings, our store has you covered. Just visit straightupshowpodcast.com and click that merchandise button. That's S-T-R, the number eight, upshowpodcast.com. I think straight up means to be able to speak in a way that is straight up, to be honest, and to speak your truth. Raw, uncut, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's blunt, you know, straight to the point, this is what it is. It's just a place to be open and honest. And that's what I appreciate most about it. And it provides a place for community members to come together and just be straight up with each other. 
about things that are going on in the world because it affects all of us. Uh, unfiltered, raw, what all the cursing that Calvin does. Straight up is just being real, telling it, telling it like it is, you know, um, being you. Being solid, being who you are, no matter what it is, no matter what situation you're faced with, right? This is who you are. It really, it really speaks to me saying it is what it is and it ain't what it is, straight up. I'm Sultan Salahuddin from Southside Season 2 out right now. Make sure you tune in to the Straight Up Show podcast because that's where it's happening. You dig? All right, welcome back to the Straight Up Show podcast. This is a, uh, this today is a discussion, not really a formal podcast, but you know it is, but we're talking. But uh, we haven't done any research about the number, the statistics at all. Uh, we're just telling, giving a reaction uh, of what just happened on Friday, June 24th, uh, 2020 of the Supreme Court's ruling to overturn Roe versus Wade, uh, the women's ability to have an abortion, uh, well, federal-wise and uh, constitutional, leaving the decision up to the states to make a decision about abort ban on abortions. Uh, we've had a great discussion with Christina, Brandon, and our special guest today, uh, co-host uh, Reedy. Uh, once again, thank you all so much for giving y'all's voices today. Uh, on this subject. Now, uh, if you've been listening, uh, this is a subject that I am ignorant to the fact of, but I, this is a show called Straight Up. So we're so honest about things. Like I used to be the, I used to be a DJ. I wasn't perfect. And I wasn't thinking about how certain things I've done could affect the women uh, that I, I suppose you should have cared about. But the thing is, is that in, in that, in those moments of even talking to a girl, I never knew what could have been. And I think that uh, even talking to Christina and Riddy and all day me and Brandon have had this conversation together, but about being a parent, you know, and Christina's soundbite that she has on this podcast. And if you go back and listen to our show with Riddy, uh, being a parent is something that is heavy on their minds. And me being a parent, it scares me. And I, I'm being honest with y'all. It scares me to be a parent because, uh, just putting all this back together, I grew up dirt poor, you know, dirt poor. And I couldn't imagine that people like my mom go through what they're, they had to go through to make sure we're, we, we survived. And uh, not having food, not having, you know, the money or the resources to get through a day. And so I kind of could see how not just women, but people are frustrated with the subject because, you know, the government is not providing those resources to survive. So it's not easy as it is. Trust me, we had to make $40 stretch for a week. That was impossible. My parents did it. So I can only imagine what other people are going through. So me being a male, being ignorant, being stupid, I would have never thought about abortion because it wasn't my responsibility. That's the woman's responsibility. That was my ignorance at the time. But now that we're going through this, Brandon, how come we can't be equally as responsible for this? Oh man! Uh, first of all, man, hashtag straight up. That was that was that was real right there. Um, yeah, I don't I don't think we've ever talked. Me and you've actually ever talked about um, gotten a chance to uh, talk about that. But I'll tell you, and me and Christina, I believe we talked about it on Straight Up Extra, but uh, I mean, look, when I'm done, 
with having kids. I know that's the first thing I'm doing the next day, <laughs> if possible. It's getting it's getting a vasectomy because, uh, and this was I believe Christina was the one that edu- Christina was the one that educated me on this. Guys, get get some smart girls girls to hang around. You'll be educated easily. Um, I didn't realize it was easier for us to get it reversed uh, than it is for women to, you know, for them to get a surgery and, and you know, it's, we have it easier. We have it easier. And, you know, we're the ones that's also responsible for, you know, the hashtag pull out game. So I'm just being honest, like we do and we should have a lot more responsibility and hold a little bit more accountability. Uh, when this stuff, like the whole leak and everything, I saw many posts, women saying, hey, how can we hold men responsible? Responsible. Honestly, it blew my mind what Christina said when she said that, because um, I have to write it down, holding men uh, responsible if women are reported, have men reported as well, and maybe they get some jail time. Honestly, I have no, I have no issues with that, uh, especially if it's, once again, making people think twice. Uh, about that and also oh the job thing people saying that if you have an abortion I think honestly I think people should mind their business but still that is something to uh, just think about I never thought about it in that way but for us men I know we should take it a lot more serious I know it's very old school because uh, it's, it was very much in the beginning hey you only have sex with people you, you once you're married and you know all that I don't want to say nonsense, but that that old story. This kind of goes back into that. You know, this is something that just by accident, that one little slip up or accident, whatever you want to call it, can cause a huge life changing uh, moment. So I think a man should be held responsibility uh, responsible as well. Show up to the to a meeting. Show up to whatever they have to go to, and also spend money. Because even though people say, don't get an abortion, have a kid, raise it up, I raised you, we made it through, money counted a little bit more different back then. Things are a little bit more expensive now today. So where we should still have that, have that as an option. I don't think people should take that wisdom. Um, like that because things are different now but i do believe we men have to step up and also educate and know hey this can affect you too because once again child support man child support especially which of what state you live in that stuff is no joke and they will come back to you hold on i'm gonna interrupt that that one time i'm gonna interrupt you on here talking about child support child support as brutal as some of it can be unless you're a millionaire and you pull in so much money and she's getting like 5k a month from you it's still not enough mm-hmm. because the money is not about oh the baby's hungry the money is to supplement her for all that time that she has had to invest in this baby you know how many minutes there are in a day you know how many words a toddler says and then a six-year-old says, and then a 13, 17-year-old says, the money shouldn't even 
bother men that much. I want receipts. I want to know what you're spending it on. Doesn't matter because you know what? All her money goes to the baby. So your money is rekindling her pockets to pay bills and other things that has to happen. Especially if it's a little girl. Little girls want their hair done. They want to feel pretty. They want pretty clothes. Boys want shoes. They want these things. That's medicine money. That's I had to wake up at 11, 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5 o'clock in the morning to give them the medicine and rub their backs and answer their bajillion questions while I still have to get to work at seven o'clock in the morning and work until 5 p.m. and then feed the baby and then do it all over again for years. That's why I don't care when men complain about the money. Do I think some women get way too much? Absolutely. I'm like, but that's not up to her how much money the court gives her. But don't complain about giving it to her. You laid down, you had the baby, you have to take your time. That's what happens. She's got to stay with the baby. People don't understand. Kids are exhausting. You get to keep the baby for a couple of days. It, let the men keep the kids for so many months and see how tired they feel and how it, difficult it is to have to get that time off of work when they already don't want to give it to you. Yeah. Or when you really wanted to just save up a little vacation time to do something and you can't because the jobs don't give you sick leave and vacation time you have to use that pto when the baby needs an appointment not even sick just the required appointment mm -hmm. those are the things that matter so i don't give a damn about y'all being mad about child support that means nothing that does not add up it, it's not even kind of close to being equal equal it's but even enough. then there's so many ways around child support you don't want to pay child support find a job that'll pay you under the table and with and as much construction as many different like little family owned uh, shops and things that there are around here. Oh, easy. If I wanted a job that paid me under the table, give me about 45, to, 45 minutes to an hour and I guarantee you I can find me a job that'll pay me under the table. I don't have to report any of that to the court. Therefore, the court cannot force me to pay anything if I'm not making anything. Hey so, man, don't feel so until I got a new job. You know how many times I hear guys say that? I don't want her to know I got a new job. She thinks I still work here, mm -hmm. where they so pay less money. thing, no, real easy to get around. Real yeah. easy to get around. But damn about y'all being mad about child support. It does not. <laughs> yeah. it, it is not the same. It's not fair. Because I see, would pay see, money to not have to be with the baby all day. If I, I had it, people talking about people just scandalous. I you just can't trust nobody these days. You know. I'm gonna yeah. say I'm gonna say a couple things like. Um, I'm breaking, I'm, I'm breaking so many codes right now. But fellas, we, we, well, I say we, I haven't done it, but y'all really got to stop telling these women, have my baby. You, you really got to stop doing that because a lot of women really think you, you're there forever, you know? And so you have to stop telling them you're going to have my baby. Like, you got to do it. You got to stop it because like I've seen it, seen friends do it and they get ghosts. Like, so, like, fellas, we, we, we got to stop doing stuff like that. Uh, also, I would really encourage a lot of men, like, this is where I think I benefit from having female friends, especially with kids. Like, that's birth control, because everything Christina and Rita were saying, like, that's true. Like, yeah, the kids are always there. They, they're always there, you know, they don't have money for daycare. Like, a lot of women are working from home now. Like, I, I've seen it, like, so... It's exhausting, you know, so like, and I would rather, and this is straight up, I would rather pay $3 for condoms than uh, 1800 
you know, every every month. Honestly, I would rather I would rather protect myself. Now, when it comes to the vasectomy, that that is a tough tough pill to swallow. No, it ain't. But you have sex with a hundred girls, you can get all one hundred of them pregnant every time until you die. Probably, absolutely, you die. I can only produce one child every ten months. Y'all it's can make a hundred women pregnant in one day if that's what y'all you want. You just to do. don't want to because you don't want somebody telling you to get this quick snip. Mind you, less than I don't even think it's six weeks it's it's like probably three three weeks that you can't do anything after you get it like literally men who get it go to work the same day nobody know they go to work the same day and within weeks they're back to doing what they're doing and it'll still benefit you and then because you get which men do lie about getting vasectomies so they can say oh no i didn't get you pregnant i got a vasectomy but that's a safe way for you to know that she did or did not get her pregnant Instead Jeez. of saying, oh, I thought, and then guess what? When you meet the girl you want to get pregnant, you get it reversed a couple weeks pass by. You go, you shoot in a couple, couple times and they count your, your count. And they're like, oh, you're good to go. Now you're back in there. I have a yeah. friend, I had a friend that has a vasectomy and he, um, well, they have two kids. Just letting you know, if you get a vasectomy, you're, it's, uh, you're wide awake. And my friend told me it smells like cheeseburgers when they cut it. They numb you up and it smells like cheeseburgers. Yeah, that's why he told me. Flesh. It's flesh. That's why you 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 smell burning meat. But Men are I meat. Mean, Humans are meat, so you have to think it's going to smell like meat. So, okay. I mean, so. just to say this, getting back to vasectomies, as a man, I don't know if either of you is under the age of 40 over that. I don't care. You guys can both go to a doctor and just say, hey, I want a vasectomy. No questions asked. I go in and say, hey, I want my tubes tied. They're going to be like, you don't have two kids. You're under the age of 40. And you're at the time where you can have kids. You're not married and you don't have a husband that's going to agree upon this. No. So, and also, here you go. I don't want kids. I would donate my entire womb if I could, because I don't want kids through different reasons. I grew up, my mom was a single mom for the most of my life, five kids. There's just a lot of stuff that goes in and I was the youngest. I have nothing but sisters. I've grown up in a predominantly female family on both sides. I have had many female friends that I have watched go through things, including you know my sisters and my aunts and all these things. I've seen scary pregnancies. I've seen wonderful ones. I'm traumatized from life and viewing pregnancies and have the struggles of raising kids. I do not want them. If I have one, I will be a good mother. I'd love my kid, but I don't want one. Yeah. So that being said, if I go to the doctor and say, I don't want this, and I'm trying to be responsible and telling you, I do not want to be a mother. Freeze my eggs, take what you need. I don't want this. They will tell me no for all the reasons really listed, but also because this is them telling me, you don't know if you'll change your mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I know Brandon. Where we used to work, a lot of people were considering, you know, doing that because of their career, you know. And I never understood it, but uh, I had I had somebody that I knew. They 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 were trying to have children, and each time she would try to produce a child, she would lose the baby. So a pregnancy for her was scary, and if she kept it, you know, she would she would die. And I didn't I didn't know that, and but it kept happening. And happening, and so I think at the time I'm not for sure if he did or not, but I think at the time he decided he was going to get a vasectomy, and I was like, "Wow, that's to me 
in a way that was historic, his, his, heroic, sorry, there we go, word. Uh, heroic because it's like, you know what, you love your wife this much that you don't want to see. I didn't know that, you know, like I said, I'm ignorant to the fact that I didn't know that people can really die from having a baby. And I did not know that. That makes me, you know, I know, Christina, don't give me that. Don't give me that. No, no, yeah, no, yeah. Come no, on now. I did I'm being serious. Like, like there's the there's a lot of stuff because it's okay, it's easy for me as a man to go about life not thinking about a woman's uh not opinion, but like what they have to go through. And I and I and I admit that because I, I'm thinking, well, I, I look at women like my mom and my my aunts and you know, Christina, like y'all are strong women, so I don't have to worry about y'all because y'all you got it. You know, I look at it like you have it under control. I'll never boss you around, as y'all can tell on this on this show, because Christina basically runs us. But anyway, I'm just saying, like, you know, I I, I don't I don't go about thinking about well, did I say even in my personal life, like, hey, I said something wrong, and I didn't think it hurt her feelings, but it really hurt her feelings. You know what I mean? So it's like I, I've gone around not knowing these things about women. I think that, but when I do find out these things, it makes me appreciate the woman more so when it comes to vasectomies i think that if it it, it not only saves my my child's life uh it can save my, my, my wife's life too so that's kind of how i look at it and i didn't know brandon that it was reversible at all so this is this is all news to me i didn't know that women can die by like just being pregnant itself so i just it's, it's news to me christina go ahead and say it go ahead let me hear it it's education here we go I'm not saying you in general, but I'm going to put it on you right now, Calvin, because you're there. Dirty. Don't, fame, don't blame ignorance on not caring. Most men have heard these things their entire lives. Women have been saying since the beginning of time, giving birth is literally being on the brink of death. That's why they had all the help. In the and it's never been quiet. People have always said this. Pregnancy is hard on women. Some women are in bliss their whole pregnancies and it's beautiful to see it. And some people are miserable. If it's not your health being affected, it's your mental health. And afterwards, it's even more of the mental health. It's the postpartum, it's all those things. So don't say, oh, I didn't know. I'm like, well, which is true. Some people don't know, but you don't know because you didn't pay attention. Because that, you didn't have well, that that no, that no, hold, wait a minute, hold, 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 hold on, Brandon. Hold on, Brandon. Hold on, Brandon. Hold on, Brandon. So the reason why I don't care because like even with the abortion thing, because I'm not saying I don't care, but mm -hmm. I've never I've even opened the show up saying that I've never been in a situation to where it just impact me. So that's why I'm yeah, in, ignorant. Of the situation. True, true, no. true. But like, but like I said, I've never like I, I've said that I don't have much to say about this because I've never been in situations that. Will I have mm -hmm. to have an abortion? So I don't know the decision yet because I've never been in a situation where I have to make that decision. And like, so I don't know how I react or if I would or would not do that. So, I mean, with pregnancy, I've never- about the abortions. I'm I know, but I'm, I'm just saying like, like pregnancy and stuff like that, I've never paid attention to it because I've been raised to be smart about these things and not get to a situation to where I have to sit there and neglect uh, her feelings or, or care about her being pregnant. like. I've never been in a situation before. I know you're coming for me. Come on, come, come with no, me. No, 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 wait a minute. Because first of all, that's not, I will say, Christina, that's not fair because mm -hmm. one, like Calvin said, he did not know. And this can go for, this goes for many subjects. And I don't, 
I can't let you get away with this because this mm -hmm. is the reason why we're having a conversation now. Mm -hmm. If a man is not put in a situation, not in a central, if he's not put in a situation and he's not in an environment where a lot of people are not to where they hear these things or deal with these things or are surrounded by these things, they will not know. That's just like the, the freaking serial episode when Calvin and CJ talking about these serials. I'm like, what, what are these things? I didn't know nothing about it. So this is just like abortions and then how hard it is on women. If Calvin is being raised by a bunch of strong women who are able to make it happen and he sees women that's probably in better situation, he's like, what they got to worry about? I'm I really can't blame men. I can't blame men for doing that, but I can blame them when they do know and then they continue. And then and then, then that I way that way if now if you're telling me now like going at this episode and I continue not to care, then I'll be a jerk. But now that I'm learning all this stuff. Like now I understand why. Like I say, like I, I use the Asian discrimination episode. Like I didn't know. So I think that there's a lot of people in my situation who seriously do not know the ins and outs, why the abortion, why this is a bad thing for women. And so that's why I can, and I even warned you said, Hey, I'm coming in ignorant because I want to use the right verbiage. I want to use the right uh, terminology when it comes to, I don't know the enzyme of it and like I, I am starting for but I am always pro like when it goes in your bedroom in your life mind your business it's not my business how you live your life like what you do is what you do and I'm not saying that I don't care about it I do but when it comes to that I feel like you know what it's that couple's decision it's that woman's decision it's not my business and I can't that's their that's their business so I am pro-choice I'm just gonna throw this out here as far as like the ignorance goes um I've never been in a situation where I've ever had to worry about having a vasectomy or I've never been in an environment where that's predominant, but it's kind of shocking how much I know about a vasectomy versus somebody who can actually have the actual surgery. Just saying, just because it's, it's not something that you deal with doesn't mean you should be blind to it and not pay attention to it and do your research. It gives you no right to be this ignorant to a topic. Sorry. Yes, I can. I'll give stuff. you this reason. I'll give okay. you this. When I say don't fake the in ignorance or don't fall into the ignorance, I understand that there are people who've just never had mm -hmm. to see it. There are plenty of people. Like, I believe if you say, if either of you say, I've just never witnessed it. My mom did this. My sisters did this. I respect that because that's how a lot of that's, that's literally your environment shaping you. But I am saying a person not paying attention or caring is also feeding into the ignorance. Because while you may not have noticed it, you get the luxury of not noticing. There are women all around you who have gone through these things. Just like I'll, I'll even throw out the heavy topic of sexual assault. Almost every man knows a woman who has had some type of assault. I never knew. I'm sure you didn't, but it doesn't mean that these things didn't happen. Doesn't mean that it wasn't happening right next to you. You just, it doesn't set anything off because you didn't pick up the information along the way because you never had to. So if you're saying, I grew up in an environment where I never, so, okay, I'll, I'll use Brandon. Brandon seems to be a really decent guy. Brandon's a really sweet guy. He's the type of dude that you'd like. He'd make a good guy. 
Yeah. <laughs> but, and, you know, you, you would only be able to assume in his life, he was raised by someone who cared a good, good, good role model type man, woman, mother in his life, whatever. But at the same time, you have to consider like, okay, well, if you know, if you, if, if you're this considerate in life or aware of things in life, how do you not hear about troublesome pregnancies and the the things that can happen during pregnancies how do you not know about vasectomies and this and that people were shielding you from it men boys are always shielded from life decisions that will affect them like that but women girls are told from the jump this this and this stuff that you have no business having to worry about before you turn 10 boys don't have to worry about that and when you say oh it's not fair to say this it ain't fair for us at, at any <laughs> point in our life nothing's fair so if you feel like yeah. me saying oh saying you don't know is one thing and not caring is another that's not fair that's the first real real reaction I got out of either of you this whole episode because that was when y'all were like <laughs> hey 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 oh okay but everything else you got to be a little more logical a little more put together in your thoughts you took a little more time but that was the first time either <laughs> you were like hey man don't do that affects me now I'm a good guy I mean, doesn't mean you're not a good guy just because yeah. you don't know nobody's saying oh y'all are all in on it no it's just please I start mean, paying attention and picking up and now that you know you're gonna find the cues you're gonna see the signs. You're gonna hear the conversations that women are having right next to you that you blocked out because you're like, oh, they talk my lady stuff. I don't care about that. These conversations I mean, look, are never hidden. I ever. promise you. No, Brandon. No, I no, promise no, you. No, no, Brandon. No, no, no. no, no. I know. I gotta get. I gotta get this out because this is this is this is gonna change things right here. I do believe fathers and also mothers, and I'm doing this out here. Even girlfriends should probably educate us in, in on this because I promise you, never really heard it unless I was in outside outside my home talking amongst women of my age. I've never heard it or learned until then. I would say it would be, <laughs> yeah, no, I think it would be stupid of us to think oh, it's naturally going to change to where men will now be more educated on this. No, I think this is one of the things that needs to change. The only reason I knew about vasectomy is because my dad had it and my mom told me about it. Uh, he may have told me about it. I don't know. But that's the only reason why I knew it was even a thing. Now, the whole reversible thing, Christina, you educated me about that. So I do think one father should take the time to, to educate. Mothers should also educate just like the daughters are uh, their sons, but also I'm just throwing this out here. That should be also a conversation between whoever you're having sex with as well. But I, I, I gotta say, I promise you, I I I don't hear it. And you know, I love conversations. I pay attention to the conversations. I don't. I, mm -mm. It, it wasn't as growing up. It wasn't around. I think I, I'm always for. I agree wholehearted with you and Calvin and anyone who understands that these are these decisions to have these procedures should only affect the two people that it affects it should be a discussion between me and you if our relationship is in that position 
but the education is all on our systems and us as individuals. Yeah, and I, so when somebody brings up to you like, hey, I think uh, you might do good to have a vasectomy, man. <laughs> You're not like, oh, I'm not doing that. I'm like, you already kind of know something about it. And now when you have a conversation, you can have a real opinion or perspective, something on it to go from other than just like, because you're going to get overwhelmed and then you're going to start blocking out information. These are all things that affect the big picture. So again, y'all get the grace of saying, y'all get the grace to step away from it. You get that chance and we don't. <laughs> it's like, we don't, we don't get that chance at any point. Because it all will still affect us. If you say, oh, I don't want to have a vasectomy, but this is so much easier than me going on birth control that's going to throw my entire system off my whole life. And then, oh, also there are some women who have complications with pregnancies after getting off of birth control too. Uh, Very terrible ones, like no longer able to give birth because they were trying to be responsible by taking their birth control or having their IUDs put in and things like that. They died from it, internal bleeding, didn't even know it. So it's not safe mm. for us to be on birth controls of any sort for an extended period of time. It's just not, but it's also irresponsible of us to not be on any form of birth control at any given time, even if we're not active with anyone for years at a time. Condoms are not always a guarantee, they break. There's holes. There's mistakes. Some of y'all like to slip them off and pretend, oh, I didn't know. But you know what is accurate? Like 98% of the time, I will say, is that vasectomy. Because some of y'all still have like soldier sperm, Herculean sperm that will still fight. <laughs> like some, some cases have happened. But that is the surefire way to know there's no pregnancies here because there's no active sperm. And you get to enjoy it because now you get to feel everything or whatever that BS y'all keep saying or whatever. <laughs> I was like, you know what? It, it only benefits both of you in the end if you get this and then it's changed. But no, y'all want to put us through hell and high water. Ready? Not just y'all, but everybody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ready? So this is just kind of piggybacking off what Christina said. Um, with birth control just completely messing up your hormones, your cycle, possibly being able to give birth. You have to also remember we're starting our periods younger and younger as the years and generations go by. So women, girls as young as nine years old are out here giving birth because they were raped. And that now that they're being told that they have to nine years old, having to go through that, you can't put a nine-year-old on birth control. That's just ridiculous for one, but for two, that poor nine-year-old is never going to have a normal cycle if you start her on birth control that young to help like control it. Once she actually gets off of it in her late teenage years, which is when most women decide to take a break, it's at that point, her body's going to become one very dependent upon all that estrogen and additional hormones being added to her body that it's not going to know how to function without. But two, once she hits that, you have to remember the side effects of birth control also include weight gain. They also include insane amounts of acne. Your hormones are completely out of whack. So mental uh, health issues are very, very prominent on things like birth control. And it doesn't make it any easier because now that that girl is off of it, her hormones are out of whack. Her mental state is completely just 
all over the place. And now she's having to deal with probably having gained weight from being on it. And now she's in a completely bad space mentally. And now you're going to tell her if at the age of 18, after she's gotten off of this, whenever she gets off, that if she decides to go have sex for one time and messes up, now she has to have a kid because you decided as a man that getting the little snip snip that's reversible was too uh, complicated or just didn't sound like it was up your alley. And no weight gain, mind you, is not the easy to lose weight gain. That's oh, like, no. That's deep oh. hormonal weight gain. It doesn't go away. Some Some people literally cannot get rid of it. It never goes away. And y'all are shallow and mean. So mm-hmm. y'all are like, oh, it's good shape. I'm like, she can't. Yeah, mean as hell. Literally will not go away. She will have to get this removed. Because it's mm-hmm. like, it's, it's stuck on her. Well, this this has been a, I expected this kind of conversation. Uh, you know, I, I that's why I had to have Christina and Riddy on the show. Because, uh, I mean, one, uh, even though Christina always gives me, like, she beats me up all the time verbally. Uh, I'm used to it. Uh, so, and just to clarify, I knew about pregnancy, about delivering a baby, but I didn't know that like, if the baby, you know, dies within you, that they can mm-hmm. kill you too. That, I really, I really did not know that. I did not know that. I'm being serious. I did not know that. But uh, I'm glad that these two powerful women were able to come on this show uh, and just tell us all about this like and the thing is is that there's so much more that you know that i don't know that ren doesn't know and there's so many men out there who do not know these things that these two women have not only probably gone through but other women that are less fortunate to that 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 still go through this to this day uh this decision not only impacts everyone around the world but uh it impacts you too even if it doesn't impact you um we have to do better uh one of the things that we have to do is uh, as we preach on this show, uh, is to vote. You know, uh, I think either Christina or already said that. You know, just because you're in a red state doesn't mean that you can't you can't flip it blue. Uh, we live in Texas, really. That uh, we're about 500,000 votes away from it being a blue state, so it's possible. You know, uh, same with Louisiana. The governor, he's a, a blue guy. You know, it doesn't. But until the day that we can stop being political and say that we can love each other, we have to figure out do this and have your voices to be heard. And that is by going out to vote. Uh, I don't know where this abortion ban is gonna go, how it's gonna go. As we see right now, uh, this past weekend has been protest every single day since this whole thing has happened, especially here in Dallas. Uh, don't know. But because you don't know, like me, myself included, doesn't mean that you can't care. And we here straight up, we care about what goes on, you know. Uh, we want to continue the conversation online. Uh, you can visit our website at strapshowpodcast.com. Uh, see our previous shows. See our Riddy show uh, that started this whole season off. Uh, go see what she's all about. If you can see how passionate she is today, uh, you can see how she was in our previous interview. Um, Riddy, what do you think? I mean, this is kind of your second time, and now you have the full crew uh, together. I, ho- I hope they made you feel uh, welcome, even though that you got to join in on Christina, you know, beating me up, but that's uh side of justice. No. <laughs> to be honest, this is, it's, it's great just to be able to hear somebody else's opinions on it and to be able to see, you know, y'all coming from places where y'all are, you know, as well as informed as me and Christina are like, 
thoroughly have enjoyed being able to discuss this with you guys and it be a safe space to discuss without anybody feeling like, hey, you're being judged or, you know, um, getting anything thrown back at you. But yeah, I, I've genuinely enjoyed being on here. Yeah, and we thank you once again for coming on. I would like to extend the invitation to you uh, to come back in our show. Christina is no longer welcome uh, on our show anymore. So uh, you can say your goodbyes to her right now because this is her last episode. <laughs> so, but no. And I'll go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we, we had a, this is just a discussion and we don't want to end the conversation here. Uh, join the conversation. Go to our website. Send us some emails, some hate mail. I mean, we got a lot of hate mail. Trust me, I know. Uh, but, you know, we want to, it, all it takes is us to talk. Come to the table and talk and learn and listen. And if you learn to listen, you might learn something because uh, you'll be educated, you know. And I think I'll end with this. Uh, I'm not perfect, and I'm not perfect in my past at all. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to wrap the show just, up right just, now. Like, just let him. Let I'm trying him to wrap. Like, I'm trying to. You know what? I can't even put the music in for this right now. Like, you know the sad music. I can't even put the sad. I can't even put the sad music in right now. I'm just like, just a just a hard like DJ get just cut. Just no. I'm gonna keep it in the show. Like, I'm gonna keep this in the show because it shows you like what I have to go through on this show. As I'm trying to be sympathetic. Not my bad. Excuse me. My bad. I'm trying to be passionate. Excuse me, because I know I'm about to get. As I was saying before, I was rudely interrupted by uh, a former guest of our show. Uh, seriously, I, I, I'm not about I'm proud of the things I've done in my past because I really felt like growing up and being a jock and it was all about a competition with females. I'm not gonna lie, it was. And I, I can admit that, but when my niece was born, yeah, I, I really felt like that was karma because I can ne never imagine what she would have to go through growing up as a woman. And now that she's of age, she's, you know, 12. And I'm like, it's scary. And I don't, <laughs> I don't want to have kids. Like I do, but I don't because it's, I, 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 I can't imagine. I would never want what I've seen growing up to happen to her. And so uh, as much as you try to protect them, it, it, it's it's hard and just to see what she goes through and becoming a young woman uh, it, it really makes you reflect on how you treat women going forward and and I, I can be man enough to say that because ain't no shame in my game and it is what it is uh, so I, I try to be vulnerable and put myself out there because I'm not perfect uh, life isn't perfect but you know I'm willing to learn and educate off my mistakes in my past so uh, with that being said we want to embrace these women and take them serious about what they're saying. They're being vocal. They are at our court, our courthouse on the front steps telling you it's their choice, not ours. Because uh, to quote one of our guests before she's a politician, said that there are a lot of men out there who are in these politics, making these rules for women, but they're doing just that, having these abortions and having these affairs. And you would be surprised the people that you actually vote for are doing these things that you're voting against. And so we have to do our part, do our, do our research. What do they believe? Who are they voting for? But you take the time out because now whether you want to believe it or not, your voice needs to be heard right now. So with that being said, we want to continue the conversation 
Join our conversation online, straightupshowpodcast.com. That's S-T-R number eight upshowpodcast.com. See our previous episodes. Uh, go to our Patreon supporters at patreon.com. Straightupshowpodcast318. Patreon.com forward slash straightupshowpodcast318. Uh, all our merchandise, our extras, all our extra footage. Uh, we have a lot going on, y'all. But uh, we will revisit this topic pretty soon with more guests, with more statistics, if we can get them. Uh, but this conversation, like President Joe Biden said, this fight is not over. Fight with us. Until then, there's only one rule to our show. You got to be... Straight up. Straight up. Christina. You believe it. I mean, you Christina's, too. Yeah. Yeah, just... <laughs> All right, y'all. See y'all later on. <laughs>